blessed podcast is disciple tested and pastor approved. On this episode of the Blast Podcast, Pastor Adam Dragoon and Mr. David Smell are blasting across the interwebs, digging deeper into the practical application of God's Word for our lives. Snowflakes, beware. We're blasting off on this edition of the Blast Podcast. Well, hello and welcome back to the Blast Podcast. This is Pastor Adam with you. I've got our co-host Dave with us. Mr. Dave, how are you doing tonight? Doing fantastic. How are you? <laughs> Very good. Good to hear. So um, we're here uh, and continuing through our series called On the Launchpad. Uh, we wanted to go through one by one and have interviews with all of the pastors that we saw incredibly launched on that Friday night, Thursday and Friday night of conference. And uh, we've been uh, we've been going through one by one. We appreciate you for continuing to be a listener. And uh, tonight we're very excited to welcome in to the Blast podcast uh, for an interview, our brother Tavo Portillo, bro- faithful brother from the Chandler Church. Uh, welcome to the Blast podcast. Hello. Hello, Adam. Hello, Dave. Good to meet you. Yes. Yeah. Thanks for being with us tonight, man. It's been it's a great blessing. Uh, we always assume that nobody has ever heard of the Blast podcast, but uh, I think I sent you the link before. Had you heard of us before then? <laughs> Actually, no, no, uh, okay. not until today. Okay, good. Well, now you can go back and listen to the entire record. Yes, I will. So uh, uh, for, for you and for those of you who might be first-time listeners, we are, uh, we are a podcast for, for disciples and pastors in the CFM Fellowship and for Christians all around the world. We hope to be a blessing and uh, help you live for God and give you some encouragement. And uh, the way that we're going to do that tonight is by uh, hearing the incredible story of Brother Tavo and uh, and how it is you got to that Friday night stage uh, on, in Chandler, Arizona, just a few weeks ago. So uh, let's start. Uh, let's start at the beginning, Tavo. Why don't you, for those who don't know you, uh, why don't you uh, introduce yourself and uh, and tell people where where you came from and how you got saved? Okay. Hello, um, everybody. Um, my name is uh, actually is Octavio Portillo, but everybody knows me by Tavo. So um, even I got announced uh, by Tavo Portillo. So <laughs> that's uh, <laughs> that's good. Uh, uh, so so I I come from a very very dysfunctional family, um, a family of eight uh, um, uh, siblings. Uh, um, um, Five girls, three boys. Uh, um, uh, my, each one of us had uh, its own uh, dad, so you can imagine how dysfunctional mm. you know, this family was. Um, uh, a family full of uh, uh, all types of crimes, uh, addictions, mm. uh, perversion, um, homosexuality, uh, prostitution. I mean, uh, all that running in my family, a close family, like, uh, sisters, um, uh, nieces, uh, nephews, uh, uncles. So, so my whole life growing up, uh, since I can remember, 
ever I can remember, I, and um, until the age of uh, about 13 or 14, um, that's all I knew. Um, uh, I only had uh, one father figure, which was my grandfather. He was uh, about 83 already, so he was uh, he he died uh, at 83. So he was uh, uh, the only father figure I knew. And he was a good man, but he was too old to to, to bring correction and, and and help us. Uh, so so when he passed away, I was uh, around I think eight or nine years old. And I was um, uh, actually thinking about killing myself uh, uh, or committing suicide. If you ask me uh, at that age what uh, the word suicide meant, I, I didn't know. <laughs> it's funny, but uh, but it's uh, uh, but I was uh, thinking about. For me, that was uh, the end of my world, and uh, and that's that was the the answer for for my life. You know, just take away my my life. You know, and. Uh, and uh, so, so that was, you know, that was my, 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 um, uh, you know, growing up, that was a kind of family I was, you know, and so, so um, uh, after my um, uh, grandfather passed away, I moved uh, with my uh, mom and I only lived with my mom for probably like two or two and a half years. Um, very, very uh, problematic, you know, uh, um, house you know um, uh, um, um we had a lot of problems so um we uh, i ended up moving to one to one of my uh, older uh, sisters um she was going through a divorce for like a second time and uh, she was invited to uh, to a christian church called la puerta the door right there in mexicali and um and uh, she, I, I, I was staying with her, so I ended up going with her to that church. And um, so she ended up moving uh, to one of the, uh, I guess, the single, single uh, ladies' uh, house that they had to, to help, you know, the uh, people so, or ladies, you know, that were trying to live for God. So, so she moved to that house, and I ended up moving with her. And uh, uh, so, so that's how I came to the church, you know. Um, uh, wow. Yeah. So 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 um um uh, the, um the uh, person that brought us to church the uh, was uh pastor uh, many of you know pastor Hill Cota his wife uh, Rosa is the one that uh, brought my sister to church and and, uh, and then as, that's how you know uh, back then uh, and, uh, it was around I think ninety two or ninety three. Uh, Jose and Ada were the pastors back then. Uh, Jose and Ada Shavira were the pastors, pastors right there in Mexicali. So, um, okay, to um, uh, I end up. Uh, I know I'm I'm uh, I'm, I'm jumping. <laughs> uh, uh, okay. But but, but uh, I end up moving into Jose and Ada's house to live with them. They they said you wanna come. And stay with us, you know. We'll, we'll help you. So I end up moving there. You know, I I um, I started going to school. Um, uh, I wasn't doing good in school. I mean, um, by that age, I think I was already 13, 14 years old. My my mind was all destroyed. I mean, you can imagine you growing up like that. So 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 for me to ex uh, how do you say to accept that uh, uh, there. Uh, 
Father, there was a God in heaven that loved me. It was uh, something like uh, hard for me to understand. I, I don't know if I'm um, yeah. explaining it the right way, but I, it was hard for me. It, it, it wasn't that I didn't believe in, in God, but it was hard for me to understand that uh, that uh, there was a God that, that loved me, you know. And and yes. and even and even to 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 be able to to pray and get saved. I mean, I I would I would, if they would ask me, you want to get saved? I probably would do a uh, you know pray. Uh, but uh, it was just hard for me to accept that you know uh, mm-hmm. I, I could knew a God that uh, loved me. So so uh, what happened? Uh, um, this family, Jose and Ada, the pastors there, they end up moving back to Chandler. They uh, adopted me, so they brought me with them. You know, a wow. year later, yeah, a year later after they they um they uh, moved back into Chandler, so I I end up um I end up um uh, here in uh, in Chandler, and um I was already I think 15 years old by by, by then, and uh, I started going to school here, junior high. Uh, <laughs> I mean, I was in junior high probably like uh, for five years. <laughs> so I, I only went up to ninth grade, so I graduated from ninth grade. So uh, that's all my education that it helps. <laughs> but uh, that's that's how I, uh, uh, you know, end up here in Chandler. Um, I uh, uh, then um, I, I think a year and a half later, they end up going to uh, the Dominican. So I uh, started just working. I then I stopped, you know, going to school. So I started working and, and just uh, little by little going back to, into into the, uh, the the world. I wasn't really even say, but you know, going back into into the world, uh, like stop going to, to the church, and uh, until um, you know, you know, I made up my mind. You know, I'm I'm, I'm gonna you know I'm gonna um, be saved. Uh, get saved but uh when i came back to the church uh, uh they they were still in the dominican republic jose and Ana. i i came back to the church and and i responded to the altar you know i i, I got yes. saved uh but, but Tom, honestly can I, can I interrupt you real quick just go to ahead. ask you uh how how did you come to that decision because um most people who are in the world most people who are living a sinful life don't just one day come to the decision, hey, I, I want to go back to church now for no reason. What What was the reasoning behind that? Okay. Uh, maybe it was more the need that I had for a change. I didn't want to end up like uh, my two older brothers. You know, it was three boys in, in, in our family, you know, me and, and, and two brothers. Uh, they were already, by the age of uh, 20, they were very crazy, crazy in drugs, crazy in, and in, in yes, but, but I mean, not, not acting crazy. I mean, crazy, like packing to themselves, you know, or, and, and, wow. and I didn't end, want to end up like them, you know, and, and, and I'll wait, and I always felt in my heart that I, 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 I want, I, I could be somebody, someone else, like, uh, uh, how can I explain it? Uh, that I I could I, I didn't have to um, end up like them. Uh, hopefully, I'm making sense. You know, but, yeah, uh, but that I, makes sense. Don't worry. So 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 that's uh, it. Was my need for a change that brought me to 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 the decision to give my life to Jesus. And even though uh, that I, once I, I I made that decision, I'm gonna give my life to Jesus. Um, 
I started, you know, living for God with honestly with a lot of struggles, you know. Uh, I mean, sometimes uh, we have to understand there's people that get saved and, and God makes a, a miracle uh, uh, instant, in, instantly. And But there's other people that is, uh, I'm going to say like, as like a progressive, like uh, like uh, yeah. God is changing you little by little. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. so so that's that's how it was with me. Maybe because I didn't let him change me, but it it was a a, a big long struggle to just just be able to make decisions to stay in the church to 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 um, uh, just respond to to every time God you know asked me you need to uh, live. Um, this um, uh, lifestyle, uh, leave behind, you know, that lifestyle and, and serving. It was a long struggle for me. Hey everyone, Dave here at the Blast Podcast again, and I uh, just want to tell you about our sponsor uh, for this episode, QuickBooks. Now, if you're a small business owner or if you have a church that needs a payroll software, QuickBooks really is the way to go. Uh, If you don't know how to do taxes, if you don't know how to do accounting and and payroll and all of these things that that you're required to do as a business owner, or if you've got people in your church that are on payroll, QuickBooks really is what you need to, uh, where you need to go right now. And you can go to our special link, quickbooks.theblastpodcast.com and when you do that you will get 55% off of your uh, first three months of subscription so go there now quickbooks.theblastpodcast.com q-u-i-c-k books Uh, there's no special funny uh, uh, special funny spelling of uh, quickbooks it's q-u-i-c-k b-o-o-k-s .theblastpodcast.com go there now first three months 55% off Hey, Blasters, I wanted to make sure you know that we also produce another podcast. I have no doubt in my mind that if you are listening to the Blast podcast, you probably enjoy listening to sermons. Well, our church here in Virginia Beach has a daily podcast. We've recently upgraded it so that you can have a brand new fellowship sermon every day in your podcast feed. So I think that this might be something helpful to you, to disciples, to churches all across the land, around the world. Uh, We do a Wayman Wednesday. Every Wednesday, you're going to hear a sermon from Pastor Mitchell. Uh, We are doing a Sunday school series on uh, every Saturday. Pastor Campbell, uh, we just started listening to a Sunday school series on every Saturday, uh, as well as sermons that are preached from behind our pulpit here in the Virginia Beach Church. But it's a daily CFM sermon delivered straight to your podcast feed. Uh, there is going to be a link in the show notes so you can go over there and subscribe to the VBPH Sermon Podcast. God bless you. Welcome back to the Blast Podcast, where wearing tighter pants and leaning on a stool does not qualify you for ministry. Yes. So, I just want to ask, uh, how, how old were you when you made that decision to go into church and begin that process? 
I was uh, probably 18, uh, okay. about 18 years old. I was, yeah, it's about 18 years old when, when I, when I made that decision. And, um, and, um, so, so I end up staying in the church, you know, uh, and the, the reason why, uh, I, 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 I stay in the church, even, even though I had a lot of struggles, it was because it, I knew it was the only place uh, that I was going to receive a miracle. I knew if I leave to a different city, go back to Mexico, or I knew I was going to just go and destroy my life. So yeah. that's why I stay, and that's how I got saved. Um, and uh, and then uh, a year later, uh, um, uh, I, I got married to my wife. Uh, we've been married 23 year, years, and that's a miracle in itself. <laughs> You know, uh, and and, uh, and and you can imagine, you know, even even though uh, you know uh, we were saved, you know, uh, but uh, you know, my coming from the lifestyle, you know, my my, my past, uh, uh, it was just, uh, I mean, my character, you know, my just, uh, you know, all these areas in my life that I needed to be, you know, uh, still changed. I was saved, but uh, you know, but it was a, a process. Still, it still is, but. <laughs> Sure. Yes. And your wife did? Did she have any kind of religious background, or did she come in as a sinner also? She she came she came in as a sinner. Uh, she got saved uh, probably um, because she's uh, a year older than me. She got saved. She was nineteen or twenty when when she got saved. Um, uh, so so she came out. Yeah, uh, it was uh, it was kind of like a broken family too, but. Uh, um, it was more like she was the, the uh, youngest one of uh, her whole fam her whole um, um, family, you know, uh, brothers and sisters. So, so she was uh, more like she was the one that got spoiled, I guess, uh, because you know they had more money, you know. So, <laughs> but uh, but she, yeah, but yeah, she she came uh, she came in uh, as a sinner, yeah, broken mm -hmm. and. And got, you know, she got saved. So. so you guys were essentially new converts getting married. Did you have a church wedding? Uh, yeah, well, actually, back then uh, it was in 1998. We we uh, the uh, Hispanics, uh, you know, because we have a we have a Hispanic Hispanic uh, Spanish ministry in a Chandler, and it's, we still have it, you know, till, till this day. Um, back then, all the couples that would be, get married would be, be married in the Spanish service. Uh, a lot of the couples are still there, like Nisa Forum, Veronica. Uh, well, there was other couples that, you know, they, they would be married in the uh, Hispanic service. Mm -hmm. Very good. Wow. So that's uh, 1998. That was the same year that I came into the Chandler Church as a 16-year-old. So, uh, you know, I, I can remember uh, seeing you and, uh, you know, we we never uh really hung out a whole lot but you know just to, to be part of the same church is is just um it's amazing to to know that all these years later here we are you know uh -huh. uh, more than 20 years later and uh you, you know you just can't replace faithful couples like you guys and even though you know you're humble about how god has needed to change you over the years and how it's been a process but the fact that you and your wife are still hanging in there and serving God and doing well, and by the way, getting launched out on a Friday night speaks really volumes to me about yes. your relationship with God. So uh, I really am grateful for that. Yes, yeah, I, I'm great, grateful too. 
(laughs) (laughs) And so let's not forget about your children. You have a few children. Yes, sir. I have five. (laughs) We're a a real Mexican family. (laughs) We should have more maybe, but yeah. So, 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 you know, you, you, you know, Tomas, Tomas, uh, he's, uh, he's already 20, almost 20, yeah, 21, because we've been married 23 years, so 21, almost 22. Um, so, and then we have Ada, you know, um, she's, uh, gonna be 18, and she's going with us to, uh, Phoenix to Pioneer. And yeah. then we have the, the, the other two boys, uh, Noe, uh, and then we have Wero, and then we have one baby. She's two years old. I mean, uh, we're 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 forty two, forty three, and uh, we're still having babies. That's right. Wow. Yes, congratulations. <laughs> no, uh, no. Uh, wait, wait, wait a second, Tavo. Did did you say one of your children's name is is Wedo? Well, we call him Wedo. His name is Octavio, like me, but we call him Wedo because he's white. Okay, I was gonna say. <laughs> hey, hang on a second. That's what that's what Mexican people used to call me. <laughs> Yeah, we call him Wero. My my grandmother was uh, uh, if you look uh, if you look at the pictures of her, you know, uh, she, she was white and green eyes. I don't know, wow. and and all of my my family is tall, you know, and and and, and more like uh, uh, um, you know, a white skin color. I'm 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 like uh-huh. more. yeah that's good (laughs) okay well very nice well um so moving on to uh to the the discussion of your discipleship because i know this is not your your first time being sent out right no it's the second time second time so um so i wonder uh you know you got saved at at uh 18 it was a process you got married when you were 19 and uh and so when did you begin to kind of feel the the call to uh to be a a, a minister and a pastor okay um this um i i'm gonna say my my uh i was listening to uh uh, uh pastor uh alvarez uh you know when you ask him the same question and for me it, it's a weird uh feeling i'm gonna say put it in those words because it's like i always knew really? that i that i want yes that i that i that god wanted me to preach even though i wasn't of course you know i wasn't like i like like i said in my testimony i i, I had a lot of problems you know a lot you know a long process but uh uh i always knew for some reason god put it in my heart and i can't there's no not like one um uh, uh, point or a day that I can say, oh, I remember because you know, in a conference or a um, discipleship, men's discipleship, you know, uh, um, uh, service, or it was just I, somehow got put it in my heart, and uh, I can't, I can't, uh, I can't put a date on it, but uh, I, I always knew that's what God wanted me to do. It's, it's just, um, uh, it's just. A weird feeling, you know. <laughs> yeah, sure. did, so, did you did you struggle with that? Was it something that you had a hard time with? Yes, sir. Yes, I did. Uh, I struggled a lot, and and because I knew that unless I put my life in order, that I'm talking about back then, you know, when I was younger as a disciple, unless I put my life in order, I, I wouldn't qualify to to be able to go out. And, and preach, you know, 
and 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 uh, so so I, I struggle with you know and and um, uh, yeah so so yeah, I did yes so mm. um, one one of the things about this podcast that we are always amazed at is you know how far reaching and how many different people we we uh, we hear from and um, I know that there's going to be a lot of young disciples that may possibly hear this and they might be in the same situation um, possibly feeling a call from God and being discouraged uh, I'd like you to maybe speak to them from your experience and and tell them what uh, you know what what they need to hear in this moment okay uh, well coming from from me if, if, if I could uh, uh, help someone else uh, that's struggling with the uh, with the calling of God in in in, in, his, in his life, uh, you know, as a, as a man of God, you know, that's been called for, by God. Um, um, maybe uh, one of the things that happen to when you struggle, you, you isolate yourself. You you, you um, ho- hopefully I'm, I'm I'm putting in the right words, but. I, um and it's uh i was i i was i was actually uh telling pastor campbell uh about this you know i used to isolate myself because i i knew i wasn't qualified and and because of my struggles because of my you know um uh character you know um um uh how can i say it so i i i i would ask isolate myself because I thought if, if I get involved, I'm gonna just make uh, discouragement of people instead of helping people. Yes. But then when I when 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 God broke that, you know, from, from my mind, when God delivered me from that, you know, uh, uh, now I know that I can help other guys that probably they they're, they're um, uh, um, struggling with the same problem. Um, and it's more like an insecurity. So, so, so if I, if I, if there's someone, you know, like that's having the same problem, just all we have to do is make a decision that I'm a, I'm a, a I'm a man of God. I'm someone called by God. I'm, I'm someone that has worked in God, you know, and, and, um, and, and, um, and just believe that, you know, Jesus died or, or God is willing to, to, to to use your life to you yes. know uh, in the same way he uses other powerful men of God he can use your life too if you only surrender to God and 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 and, and let God change you don't try to change yourself but let God change you just make the decision you need to make but let God uh, bring the results and let God change your life. Well, hey, everybody. Uh, this is Dave here at the Blast Podcast. Uh, just want to let you know who our sponsor is for this episode. It is Fiverr. That's F-I-V-E-R-R. Fiverr is a, uh, a website and an app that you can download at the Google Play Store or the uh, Apple Store, um, where it is freelancers who can take on whatever task you give them at a uh, many times a very low price and put out a high, high quality product. Uh, I've used Fiverr a couple of times myself uh, in my writing and um, very impressed 
there's, uh, of course, lots of competition, lots of freelancers out there. And sometimes you're just wondering, like, how, you know, I really wish I could get somebody to do, you know, design a flyer for me, do some graphic design. Or, um, uh, I mean, there's uh, freelancers out there for all kinds of different professional professions and fields. So go to uh, Fiverr. And a matter of fact, go to our special link, fiverr.theblastpodcast.com and um and uh see what they have to offer and i promise you you will be highly impressed uh by the quality of work and the amount of freelancers that are out there that are able to take on your task at a very low price fiverr.theblastpodcast.com that's fiverr with two r's f-i-v-e-r-r.theblastpodcast.com This week's fake news from the Babylon Bee. New Dave Ramsey Inspiration Cube insults you when you try to buy something on a credit card. You may have seen Joel Osteen's Inspiration Cube that plays a series of soothing messages. Well, not to be outdone, Dave Ramsey has released his own Inspiration Cube that plays a series of brutal insults for when you're tempted to buy something on a credit card. Press a button on the cube and Ramsey will absolutely tear you to shreds for trying to buy things you can't afford. The cube uses advanced technology, connecting to your Wi-Fi network and detecting when you try to spend over your budget. That's just stupid, the cube shouts when it detects credit card usage. What a moron! What are you thinking, dummy? You can even go to sleep to the cube and Ramsey will serenade you to sleep by shouting, Stop buying things you can't afford! The Dave Ramsey Inspiration Cube is just $99, payable in enveloped cash only. Welcome back to the Blast Podcast. And yes, we're from that church. Yes. Yes. Very and, good. And uh, I, I would uh, just add to that is, um, you know, that insecurity that that we feel, um, it, it comes, I think, well, there's a lot of reasons, but um, what I'm always reminded of is that, you know, we tell ourselves, well, I'm, I'm not qualified. Who's going to listen to me? Um, but the, the thing is that God doesn't use perfect people, right? Yes. <laughs> if God only used perfect people with perfect backgrounds, then he wouldn't use anybody. And uh, in fact, a story like yours, Tavo, um, is very, very encouraging because if God can change somebody like you, then he can change anybody, right? Yes, sir. Yes. And that's, that's very encouraging. And I think people respond to that in, in, a, in a powerful way. Yes, yes, yes. So yes. tell us about the, the, time, the first time that you got sent out. Okay. So it was a conference uh, back, you know, back day was August, of course, August of uh, 2004. Uh, okay. We got launched out and we left, uh, you know, it was August. So in November, we, we moved to Phoenix to Pioneer, you know. So we started in our in our apartment. We started getting some people, you know, saved and uh, filled with the Holy Spirit. We moved into a small, really small <laughs> Um, a building, probably like 400 square feet. <laughs> mm-hmm. uh, I, it was so small. <laughs> but uh, then uh, then uh, a few months later, we ended up getting a bigger building, probably 
close to 1200 square feet. Wow. But, uh, um, so yeah, so, 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 uh, being there in Phoenix, uh, uh, one of the things that amazed me uh, till this day is how faithful God is to and how and how much God loves people, mm-hmm. and and to be able to see, uh, I mean, um, people that got brought into the church that their lives were completely destroyed. I mean, uh, drug addictions, uh, people that, that had, you know, uh, hard, you know, hard, um, uh, uh, how do you say, like uh, bad lifestyle, you know, and and, and uh, God, to see how God did miracles in their lives to, to this day. Some of right. them, they, they don't go to church no more, but, you know, we, we, uh, we still talk to them. You know, because we still have keep a relationship with them, and and till this day, what God did in their lives, you know, till this day, it, 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 their life has been changed. Even though some of them they don't go to church, mm. yeah. yeah. So 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 just to see how faithful God, you know, and how much God loves people, that that's one of the things that I I'm, I think I learned on the first time we went out and and uh. uh yeah, so that's one of the things I learned. Mm-hmm. That well, that's a powerful thing. Yes. Um, w- w- when you uh, when you're out there on your own, and all of a sudden all the pressure's on you, it's like, oh, wow, God, you got to help me, right? Yes. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, but but that's that to me that that's one of the wonderful things about uh, pioneering, and uh, it is you know coming from a larger church like Chandler. It's like, you know, you, you go to the service and if you have 400 people, you're kind of disappointed, you know, man, where mm-hmm. is everybody? Uh-huh. <laughs> and then it's, you know, you and your, your children and, you know, two other crazy people. And, uh, and then when a normal person comes in, you're like, Oh, thank God, you know? <laughs> <laughs> and so, yeah, you, you, you get gain that kind of perspective. Like every individual is so precious. Right. Yeah, yeah, and, and one of the, if if I can say one of the other things that I that I learned uh, on the first time we went out, you know, we were there I think three to four years. Uh, one of the things I learned uh, is uh, what we do here in the as, as disciples in the church. That's what we get. Uh, if I'm saying it, putting the right words, but uh, that's what we get in, in, in mm. out, outside. The same fruit, the same seed that we saw. And in our mother church, we get uh, outside when we go out to preach. Because I remember uh, God showing me the same way I gave uh, uh, back then, you know, uh, as a disciple in the 2003, 2002, you know, and, and we went out in 2004. So the, 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 the same way I gave, you know, uh, was faithful with, with uh, um, um, finances, you know, uh, uh, tithe and offering. I saw the same way in those people that was bringing, you know, and getting saved. Yes. Uh, so that's the other, one of the other things that I, that I, um, uh, um, learned, you know, on the going out the first time. Mm. Well, that, yeah, that's a fantastic spiritual principle wow. that yes, Pastor Mitchell has taught us over the years, right? It's like, uh, you're not yes. going to reproduce something that you are not. So you, you re- reproduce after your kind. Yes. So, yes. That's a powerful truth. <laughs> Yes, yes. So after three or four years, uh, you, you came back to the Chandler Church. Is that what happened? 
Yes, yes, came back to, to the Chandler Church, actually for uh, for redirection. <laughs> but and, but it, it, it was a, it was a, a, a good thing because even though as, you know, as uh, even though we went out, you know, to, to out to preach and then we come back, you know, uh, uh, that doesn't mean God is finished with us. Right. And 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 and, and we 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 can still um, I'm gonna say develop more, uh, you know, in every single of our lives and 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 um, so, and, and so yeah, but yeah, we we came so back. That that church in Phoenix is that was it still around? Okay, uh, actually, no, that the no, um, no, no, it's not. Um, uh, when we left um, uh, our last service, uh, what happened is uh, someone else took over. Some, you know, another pastor took over uh, the church, and 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 he's he's no longer with us, you know. But I see he he, t- he took over the church, and and um, and uh, he brought his his group with two with him and uh that service our farewell service that we were uh, coming back uh that sunday morning uh because we had a good group by then you know about uh, around i'm gonna say uh, uh around 30 to 40 people wow. uh yeah yeah but uh faithful you know you, you you always have a faithful group about 20 people but you know so that service uh, when we because we left everything you we left in the building and everything um, so, so we had a uh, 71 people, uh, wow. uh, counting us, counting us. So, so we were coming back to Chandler. Uh, it, it was a good, uh, I'm going to say potential church. Yeah. Sounds like it. Yes. Yeah. Well, it sounds like a heartbreak that it's not around anymore. Yes. Yes. And actually, uh, and I know, I don't know if I'm getting ahead of myself or, or, or but, uh, that's the same area we're going back to, to pioneer again. Oh, praise well, God! That's, uh, that's, that's fantastic. I, I, you probably feel like uh, you can you can duplicate what happened before. Yes, we have. Uh, I, I think the phrase is uh, "unfinished business." Yes. <laughs> yes, we gotta go back and and we actually I know we got announced uh, we're going. Uh, we actually already have a building, so we're we're uh, or yes yes we we are going. Uh, uh, I start having services in a couple of weeks, so we're not we're not we're we're not we're still in the process. We're fixing some stuff in the building, and we already called some of those families that used to come to church with us, and they already said they want to be there. Unbelievable! Wow! Yes. Goodness, you got a head start, man. Yes, sir. Um, I mean, there's a lot of uh, uh, you probably gonna ask me first. I don't know about you know. Uh, what what we want to do when we get there, but um, but there's people already waiting for us. Uh, uh, once we start, you know, we already have yes, uh, people and 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 it's like uh, the, uh, we can feel the the favor of God. Yes. Well, that's amazing. That that's that's a that's a great blessing to have. Wanted to take a minute to tell you about Creation Graphics Seven. This is a small business that is. Uh, started by a member of our church, Miss Amanda, and uh, the last couple of years has also been helped out by my wife, Taya. Together, these two have been helping uh, local businesses and churches to uh, design logos, flyers, pamphlets, uh, letterheads, business cards, many things. Uh, Amanda is a very talented graphic artist, 
and uh, she can put together anything uh, that you may need for graphic design. Uh, so whether you are looking for a new business card or you're looking to uh, create a logo for a small business, maybe you need some new flyers. Amanda's also been doing our church flyers for the past year or so and doing a great job. So if you are looking for a good graphic designer, uh, Creation Graphics 7 is the place to go. And we've got a special link for you to follow. If you go to CG7, dot the blast podcast dot com it's going to take you to their contact us page and if you fill that out make sure you mention the blast podcast they will give you a 10 percent discount and uh, we do appreciate that you would uh give them a try we self-identify as on fire spirit-filled disciples of jesus christ and we welcome you back to the Blast Podcast. Um, usually, people uh, when they go get sent out, most of these guys that I've spoken to, you know, they're like, "Yeah, I just want to, you know, talk to a few people and, you know, witness to a few and go street preaching, and you know, maybe I'll find a building someday." <laughs> I love that, man. That you you already took a step. Like, I got to get a building right now. Yes, <laughs> sir. Uh, you you know what, uh, uh, Pastor? Uh, actually. Uh, we got announced Friday night of uh, the uh, uh, conference, this this conference uh, in, in October. So we got announced Friday. So then following Monday, three days later that we got announced, I was already going, driving around there looking for a building. <laughs> and we went out averaging and street preaching because I knew I was to the same area. You know, I was I, I was going to go to the same area. So so I was already looking, you know, in you know, different uh, spots for building. And then we went out uh, street preaching, and, and it was me, my, uh, another guy, his name is Mike, and, and my son, Tomas. Uh, we were street preaching, and then this guy uh, drove, you know, came over, you know, he drove by, you know, to, to where we're, we're, you know, street preaching. Yes, yes. And he, he called me, he said, uh, he said, hey, I heard you, that you were street preaching, and uh, that's why I came, I was just sitting in my house, so. So that, for me, it was a good sign. I was uh, okay. This this is this is good. <laughs> so wow. we, yeah, we, people are responding. You know, he didn't have to do that, but he he got up. You know, he 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 dropped his truck and he he you know he got yes. up his truck and he came to where we uh, strip preaching. So man, now um, uh, Tavo, are you going to uh, uh, do all of your services in Spanish? Is it going to be a Spanish Actually, church? Yeah, actually, you know what? Uh, 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 I was praying because I can probably do it some English. I mean, I can. I, I believe I can preach. You know, I have enough English in me that I can preach in English. But uh, uh, I was praying. I was asking God, God, you know, what what do you want me to to do? Yes. You know, after we got announced, after we got announced, and and I felt, uh, I felt, or I feel that God wants us to to do it all again in spanish because we we used to that church that we left when we came back to Chandler, it was all spanish so um yeah um we're doing spanish um so so uh yes that's what we're doing good great praise god so for people who are familiar with the phoenix area uh what what area are you going to okay central phoenix uh, but the building that we just got was, uh, I mean, it is, and, uh, it's in, on 36th Street in Thomas. Um, uh, it's a, it's a perfect, per, uh, area for us. Uh, 
uh, we got the building. Uh, you know the rule. You know we have to be two miles away from from uh, the other churches. <laughs> so I asked. I was asking God. God, I need a building. I don't want to move South Phoenix. I don't want to go west. You know to to Glendale. Uh, I want to be the same area. The other thing about you know this area is Pastor Campbell pioneered there a long yes. time ago. I think it's been over thirty some years. He pioneered there for a few years. So uh, the the whole time we were there before, um, in that area we uh, the, we outreach uh, basically every day we outreach and we witness to people. To me, in the spiritual, there's a lot of seed there. Just sitting there, that you know, someone just needs to go and 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 and, and pour some water in it. You know, uh, Holy Ghost water yes. <laughs> and get the fruit. That's awesome. I love the faith. I love. Yes, it. I'm excited for you, man. Yes. So, yes. um, I ha- I just have one more question. Well, maybe a couple more questions. <laughs> uh-huh. So, between the time you said you uh you said that you were launched out in 2004, and then you mm-hmm. were out for three or four years. So that puts you to about 2008 to coming back to challenge. Yes. Does that yes, sound 2000, right? 2008. Yes. Okay. Well, to me, to me, that that sounds like kind of a long time uh, for 12 years in between uh, churches. Uh, so tell me about this journey of being back in the Chandler Church and and uh, and what was it? Uh, you know, did were you feeling that you were called the whole time, or or you know what? Uh, well, it seems to me like that. That's uh, it, it, you know, maybe you found a place that you were, you know, helpful in the church or, or, you know, tell me why, um, the, the length of time. Okay. Uh, so, so, uh, can, coming back to, to, to Chandler, coming back from Phoenix, Phoenix, uh, uh, okay. Okay. Honestly, I was struggling a lot. <laughs> Yeah, it's kind of like like my whole testimony is <laughs> it has the word the struggle, uh, um, and the reason why I came back to Shanner is because even though God was doing miracles in Phoenix and God was saving people, uh, uh, maybe because the way I I I was I grew up, you know, uh, so, so my, my, that my insecurity I couldn't probably. I came to a point that I couldn't see maybe what God was doing for, for you know, maybe so that's the reason why we came back. And, and uh, so I, I came back to, to Chandler, you know, so, so what I, one of the things that I did a lot was just work, just work and work. And, 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 yes. and, and I guess uh, I'm just going to be honest when we don't want to respond to God's call, we we replace it with something that we think is good that can you know help our yes. families and 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 and, and, and I, I'm gonna say we excuse it we excuse it not responding to uh, to uh, to be where we supposed to be in God we 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 try to fulfill it or or or, or yes. replace it with some, yes. something else and that's actually what I did for 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 a few years. Yes, uh, I mean, I I would still come to church. I I would still uh, you know take care of my family, but I I would uh, be m- more on enough, you know, getting involved. Uh, I'm okay. just being honest, you know. So sure, well, it's it's not uncommon for men to feel like that, especially you know with the with the insecurities and and I can identify with that coming from a broken home myself and, and struggling with those 
you know, those insecurities and feeling like everything's your fault and no good and all that stuff. But what I'm really interested in is when did the change occur? When was it that you were encouraged and you said, Pastor Campbell, I got to get out of here? (laughs) Okay. Probably started uh, that 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 conviction because you, you are when you're called you're called so you you always know that you you you're supposed to be pastoring instead of just just being a a member of a mother church you know so 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 probably I'm gonna say uh, we're we're 2020 right now probably about uh, four years ago uh, or three or four years ago um I I started. Um, we bought our first house, uh, and then we sold the house. We, you know, uh, bought the second house, and, and uh, I, I was doing a big addition in my house. Well, I, it's, it's actually the house where we we live now. So it was kind of like for a you gotta understand for a, for a Mexican <laughs> family, you know, for a Mexican guy having a bigger house is the American dream. You know? <laughs> so so we, we yeah, so you, we came to a, a good. Uh, um, uh, place, you know, financially that I, you know, I was very comfortable. You know, my yeah. my house, the way I designed it, you know, I, I it was just paying itself. Um, I was work, you know, making more, you know, decent money, and uh, and uh, but uh, you feel blessed, you know, you're blessed because you're saved, but but you know, there's, you know, you're not fulfilling your call. In the color right. of God in your life, so it's when the, that started in me, and uh, I wish I could say, you know, I right away I, I responded or I went up to pastor. I didn't, you know, I fought it for a, for a long time. Not yeah. that I didn't want to go out again. It was just, uh, uh, how can I, you know? I mean, uh, uh, the first time going out was just, oh, let's go, you know, we just leave our apartment and move to a different apartment now. I have a you know a big family, <laughs> more responsibility, yes. um, bigger house, and, uh, more comfort, uh, you know more comfort, you know, uh, you know better life. But uh, uh, it's probably about three. I'm gonna say three years ago that you know God started dealing with me that uh, you need to go go out again. You need to get back. You know into preaching the gospel and and it was it, i knew it was god because people would always come up to me and say how come you don't go out and how come you're not <laughs> preaching now and it was like it was like like a lot of people do that you know uh, so I, I knew it was god so so but uh, um, when i really uh, when uh, when i went and and talked to pastor Campbell about going out again it was it hasn't been that long probably uh, no more than one year, you know. Oh, uh, well, you know, okay, you know, good. Yes, yes. So, so yeah. So I went and talked to Pastor Campbell, and 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 I mean, um, many of, of us, you know, have talked to Pastor Campbell. He says, uh, okay, you know, let's you know, let's pray. <laughs> you know, right. you know, he's a, he's a, he sends us, you know, because um, uh, he wants. I, I guess he wants to see in us that we really want to make that decision. Yes. You know. Uh, so so so, yeah, and uh, and and even uh, when I saw that the uh, conference was getting close closer, you know, and before October, you know, I went probably three different times to him, and I say, and I asked him, uh, can 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 we go out? Uh, 
and uh, and uh, so he, he, he you know he uh, he said yes <laughs> yeah, yes yeah yeah he yeah he helped us a lot well thank God for Pastor Campbell's faith yes yes and uh, his faithfulness to to continue to to push men of God to do what's right uh, you know that's yes uh, I uh, think uh, that, that will be his legacy uh, into future generations is uh, the willingness to roll the dice, man. Hello, Blasters. Wanted to tell you about our show sponsor, Call Control. This is a great app that you can add to your phone uh, to eliminate spam calls and text messages. What a powerful tool they give you to be able to stop, finally, the unwanted callers coming into your phone all hours of the day. Call Control is an app that you can install, and when you use it, uh, it can filter out the unwanted callers from uh, overseas and political ads and various things that we get that happen to take up too much of our time during the day. Um, I don't know about you, but there was a time that it just was got to the point where I didn't want to answer my phone anymore. I can't have that because I'm a pastor. So to filter out unwanted spam, I started using call control. I want to ask you to give it a try. You can download the app uh, or you can find out more information from our special link. Go to callcontrol.theblastpodcast.com. And when you do that, uh, they will send us a little reward for using our link to sign up for call control. Do it today. Save yourself some time. Save yourself the headache of unknown callers. Welcome back to the Blast Podcast, where triggering snowflakes actually means hunting in the winter. Yes, and past, Pastor, uh, uh, Pastor, uh, if I, I, I know you, you, uh, you sent me a few, a few que- uh, questions. Uh, uh, um, yeah, so uh, I, I, I saw that you know who was my hero. You know, a question like who's your heroes in the faith? Yes, uh, I'm gonna say uh, for that, you know, first of all, Pastor Campbell. Uh, because his testimony of uh, being uh, the man of God he is, he didn't he, he didn't automatically you know you know uh, became Pastor Campbell you know or it wasn't like something his process you know his testimony he was willing to live in live you know with his family uh, in, in in Sunday school rooms yeah. and and, uh, and 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 pay the price to develop his ministry. And uh, the way you know his testimony, you know, we hear all the time. You know, he the the way he 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 gave his life to ministry, and and to people, and everywhere he went, being either Malaysia or or I think Illinois and Phoenix, yes. and Chandler and different places, God always gave him fruit, and that's because uh, he has a heart for for people, and and uh, and and. Uh, you know, that's one of, you know, I, I'm going to say I have two, you know, Pastor Campbell first and then Pastor Mitchell, Wayman Mitchell. Yes. Uh, that uh, his example, you know, his, his I mean, being a leader of, uh, uh, what is it, 2,800 churches? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, and he just being the simple man that he was, you know, he would always say this, this is a work of God, you know, so, so, so the, 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 
God built this, you know, and 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 then his testi- testimony, how you know he when he took over the uh, Prescott Church, you know, with I guess eleven people or seven people, and uh, the way he he was faithful, you know, and 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 and, and even though he 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 had to learn that, that was his testimony. He 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 was learning through the process, but he was his heart and his vision never never uh, faded, you know. He 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 was a faithful man. So the and 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 that's those are my the my heroes, you know, in the faith. Those two pastors. Amen. Good, good. What a rich heritage we have in our fellowship and examples to lead to uh to follow. Yes. Yes. Well, this this is uh why I wanted to do this series of interviews because every time uh I am blown away at God's power and God's mercy and you know all of the turns in the road that have brought you to where you are now is just uh it's astounding it really is and it's encouraging and so i think that people who hear this are going to be encouraged by your story and um i guess uh to close this out i I just want to ask um what's the best way that uh our listeners can be praying for you um I would ask, first of all, pray God that God would give us favor with that city. God would give us uh, fruit that, that uh, we 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 feel that God is gonna give us a lot of fruit, not not just you know a few converts, but a lot of people. Uh, we feel that God was gonna give us a lot of fruit, and I would ask people to pray for us for for God direction. And, uh, uh, God's, uh, I know there's, uh, different things. God, God's protection too, because there's a lot of witchcraft there too. Uh, Phoenix, uh, I mean, there's a lot of drug, drug addiction. Um, there's, there's a lot of, um, uh, this, uh, that area is rough too. So, so, uh, I would, yeah, but, but that God would, uh, that God would give us the, the fruit and, and, and our, our, our vision and our, our plan is to, to give our lives there, you know, to, to, to to raise up disciples, and maybe one day we can be able to uh, um, uh, launch, um, you know, Hispanic, you know, couples, you know, yes. into, you know, cities in the U.S. and even Mexico. You know, I, I mean, that's my that's my vision. That's my faith now. You know, yes. I learn from all those struggles. So if I would ask people what what to pray, you know, for, you know, for us. It's uh, yes, that God would you know help us there. You know, give us favor favor with the city especially now that with the uh all the new uh i'm gonna say rules with that pandemic they 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 try to you know limit services limit you know gatherings and and numbers um uh, that god god would give us favor well maybe i think maybe all pastors are asking for the same thing (laughs) (laughs) well they're all good things um, what I'm encouraged by when I hear your story is um, the decision to go the second time is uh, more costly than the first time. And uh, yeah, yeah. I think that God, God rewards that. That's, that's what uh, Pastor Alvarez said in, in his interview is he's uh, the willingness to go is, uh, is such an encouraging thing. And God, God will bless that. God will help you. I, I, I'm very excited about, you know, all that God's going to do. So yes, appreciate yeah. your story, brother Tabo. Yes, uh, thank you, th- thank you, th- th- <laughs> thank, uh, thanks, uh, Pastor, and thanks bo- both of you, Dave. Yes, 
Oh, you're welcome very much. Dave, did you have any other questions before we close out with some prayer? No, uh, I think, uh, I think, uh, Tavo, you, you covered everything. <laughs> that's, that's good. I, yeah. I, I mean, I'm amazed. I'm amazed how, uh, how long I've been able to, uh, talk to you guys. Uh, <laughs> you know, that being that, uh, that, you know, my English, English is so uh, limited, you know, so, uh, but, uh, you know, sounds pretty good. And this to me. is, this is, yeah. honestly, this is new for me too, so. <laughs> Yeah, I I think your English is better than you think it is. <laughs> yeah, probably. <laughs> All right, brother, we're going to pray, uh, pray for you and then close it out. Father, we thank you for this uh, time that we can spend together in your presence. And uh, even though we're separated by miles, we are united in vision, in purpose and in the Holy Spirit. I'm praying for Brother Tavo, his wife, their children, as they go into this new chapter of ministry, I believe, God, that you have a field of harvest waiting for them there. I'm praying, God, that they would step into it with, uh, with humility, with strength, with wisdom, and that you would give him incredible um, uh, ideas for outreach and, and uh, discipleship. And God, just bring a miracle people into his path. And I thank you for the work that you're going to do. And even in a few weeks, a few months from now, God, we're believing for a fruitful harvest. And we thank God for all that you're going to do in Jesus name. Amen. 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 So thanks again for joining us, brother Tawa. Please greet your wife for us. And uh, hopefully by the time we meet again uh, next year in conference, uh, we'll have more amazing stories to hear from you. Yes. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Thank, thank you. Thank you for having me. Thank you, Pastor, and thank you, uh, uh, Dave. You're well, very welcome. And uh, and make sure that you get subscribed because we have lots of encouraging content uh, for you to listen to as you do this great uh, work for God. And uh, let me just echo that for all of our listeners: is uh, make sure that wherever you're listening to this, make sure you're subscribed. Make sure that you're following along and getting these um, episodes. Uh, download it to your phone as soon as they come out. And um, if you want to hear the ad-free versions, you can check out our Patreon page, patreon.com slash the blast podcast. We've got uh, multiple new patrons that are signing up to support the show. And uh, we do appreciate all of you. Uh, we want to thank you for listening today and uh, look forward to meeting again next time. Thanks for listening to the blast podcast. Thanks for listening to the blast podcast. If you like what you heard, please leave us a review on iTunes and share with someone who will love it. If you don't like what you've heard, forget we said anything. Sign up to receive new episodes or listen to previous ones on our website, theblast.org. Until next time, live for God. Use your brain, read your Bible, love your family, listen to your pastor, pay your tithe, and don't be stupid.